Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media when it fits your schedule. I'm Steve Jess. On today's Daily, war in the Middle East leads to protests in Tucson. An Arizona senator wants to break the Senate's logjam. And Bisbee is closer to rebuilding its city hall. We begin outside the Tucson operations of RTX, also known as Raytheon, where this morning protesters blocked the entrance objecting to the company's weapons sales to Israel. Hannah Cree was there. Dozens of protesters lay in the street, some covered in white sheets, for over an hour in their organized die-in. Protesters called for an immediate ceasefire and for Raytheon to stop supplying weapons to Israel. Most companies, weapons companies, do not see the death and destruction that they cause, so we want to make sure that we bring that to them where they can see it. The military contractor is one of the world's top manufacturers of missiles and helped develop and supply Israel's Iron Dome defense system. 1,400 Israelis and nearly 9,000 Palestinians are reported to have died since Hamas's initial October 7th attack. I'm Hannah Cree, AZPM News. Arizona Senator Mark Kelly called on the floor of the Senate for Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville to release his hold on military promotions. Kelly joined a growing bipartisan chorus criticizing Tuberville. China is watching closely and testing the United States and our allies. We need our military to be stronger and more focused than ever. However, Because of one senator, our military is being severely hamstrung. Tuberville put the hold on military nominations in February to protest a Defense Department policy on abortion. The Senate has approved some military promotions, but can only do them individually, not as a group, which is the normal course of action. Tuberville's block has the promotions of more than 350 admirals and generals on hold. The former Phoenix homeless encampment known as The Zone is now empty. After the city finished its final outreach effort on Wednesday, a group of business owners and residents from the neighborhood in August of 2022 sued the city, saying the area where more than 700 unsheltered people were camped had become a public nuisance. The Maricopa County Superior Court judge in the case gave the city until November 4th to clear the encampment. The Phoenix Office of Homeless Solutions Deputy Director Scott Hall told reporters the city was on schedule to meet its court-ordered deadline. The city of Tucson is getting more money to help with water conservation. Carly Siegel has that. The city of Tucson was awarded a $1.5 million grant for a turf rebate removal program to promoting water conservation. The program plans to replace 55,000 square feet of turf in Tucson parks with desert plants and trees. It will also replace 200,000 square feet of turf for commercial and multifamily property owners. The program will launch in 2024 and when it is complete is expected to save 29 acre feet of water. The turf removal program is part of the city's Plan Tucson and One Water 2100 plan. I'm Carly Siegel, AZPM News. Carly Siegel is a University of Arizona journalism student working in the AZPM newsroom. Bisbee's city council has voted to approve a Tucson construction company as the contractor for the rebuilding of Bisbee's city hall, which was destroyed in a fire six years ago. Summer Hom tells us more. 
In October, the City Council voted unanimously to approve BFL Construction's $3.9 million bid as the contractor to reconstruct City Hall. Bisbee City Manager Steve Pawkin says that the final contract itself should go to a vote in the November 21st council meeting. On October 11, 2017, Bisbee City Hall burned down in a fire, according to Bisbee Mayor Ken Budge. If the final contract is approved by council this month, Pawkins says that the timeline for breaking ground on City Hall is a few weeks, with the construction completed within one year. In Bisbee, I'm Summer Hom, AZPM News. The state wants to sell off hundreds of shipping containers amassed under the Ducey administration, which planned to use them to build a makeshift border wall. From the Fronteras desk, Elisa Resnick reports the first public sale just ended. Ducey spent some $200 million in state funds putting up and taking down container walls after a court ruled their placement was illegal. Now, more than 2,000 containers are sitting at a prison complex in Tucson. Megan Rose, with the Department of Administration, says the state opened them up for sale to municipalities earlier this year, and the public auction opened in October. They bid up uh, a total of 55, you know, different times, and the winning bidders paid just over 4000 a piece for the individual 40-foot containers. Rose says the state sold five containers for a total of just over $19,600 in that first round. An additional five containers are up for auction now for the next two weeks. In Tucson, I'm Elisa Resnick. Tucson Electric Power has outlined plans to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Hannah Cree reports. Tucson's largest energy provider says it will expand its wind and solar capabilities by 50%. It will also increase the number of natural gas-powered turbines, despite some environmental groups' warnings that the company should move away from gas. TEP says they expect energy demands to increase by more than 1% per year over the next 15 years, and that their new resource plan will meet the increasing energy needs of customers while reducing CO2 emissions. The company said the expansion of green energy will also help achieve a previous goal of 80% reduction in CO2 emissions by 2035 on their way to net zero. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. The Center for Biological Diversity and Maricopa Audubon Society are suing the U.S. Bureau of Land Management and the Fish and Wildlife Service for their authorization of cattle grazing along the Gila River. Katya Mendoza has that story. The plaintiffs argue that the federal agencies have violated the Endangered Species Act for failing to protect the habitat of the southwestern willow flycatcher and western yellow-billed cuckoo from livestock grazing on public lands. Today's lawsuit targets seven grazing allotments that span across 15 miles of the Gila River, just downstream of the Coolidge Dam. The lawsuit states that a BLM-designated riparian management area overlaps the seven allotments at issue. The plaintiffs request that the federal agencies develop a program for the conservation of endangered and threatened species impacted by the BLM's grazing program. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. The Tohono Autumn Nation wants Interior Secretary Deb Holland to intervene in what it calls the unlawful and harmful destruction of southern Arizona's San Pedro Valley. 
The nation objects to the way the Bureau of Land Management approved the Arizona portion of the Sun Zia Southwest Transmission Project. That interstate power line would bring nearly 5 billion watts of primarily renewable energy from New Mexico to Arizona and California, crossing federal, state, and private lands. The Tana Autumn contend the San Pedro Valley is a historic property containing traditional cultural landscape eligible for listing in the National Register, and it should be set aside to prevent damage to their traditional way of life. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get them right here. Timely news for you on your time. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.